start this Thursday. Sitting here staring at the old Gazi Bear over there in the producer booth, getting things going. He starts pointing to me like, hey, yo. And I'm like, yeah, you got to turn my mic on. I was rocking out here <laughs> on were. Excess Day. I was all excited. I had to do music. You were ready jamming. to go. And then I didn't turn your mic on. And like in true, you know, the Wizard of Gaz, the most powerful phone entity in the universe, he will hang up on you in a, in a second's notice. He removed my access to the show on Access Day. I, I think it's funny. Uh, it is iHeartRadio Access Day, and I, I know you're you're probably like, I'm not 100% sure what that is. Well, it is the day that we hear as a iHeartRadio station, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980, give you access like you've never had before. And as I look at the list of things that you could gain access to, I've actually already had access to one of these items. Is that true? I have been there for a live broadcast of The Herd with Colin Cowherd. That is right. I was not with you when that happened. That's why I had fun. This is back in his four-letter days, not his Fox Sports days. It's hurtful. It's a better studio now, but I will tell you, that's fun. He he knows you're there, and he pays attention, and it's funny. Like They used to do, uh, so he was on the U so when he would do like the calls, like, hey, we're here and here and we're on the blah, 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 you, everybody had to put their arms up in a you. Well, I'm just doing a tour. You know, a friend brought me in there so I could see it because he knew I was a Cowherd fan. I'm just standing in the back quiet. Like, I'm not going to move. I don't want to be noticed. He literally stopped the show. That guy didn't give me a you. <laughs> and I was like, I'm looking behind me, but it's the wall. And everybody's looking at me, shaking their head. He's like, we're going to do it again. Everybody, and I mean you, give me the you. So we did, and then we all put it up. So it's like, yeah, it's a fun time. It's a, it's one of my one of my favorite memories. All right, nice, very good. The from that of- stuff, not you know like life and stuff, but you know from that stuff. Uh, you spend the day with Dan Patrick and the Danettes in the man cave. This is all part of the Access Day right here for the iHeart Radio Access Day. Uh, these deals are only available today at iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. Go there's a, there's there's so many so many potential deals. Check them all out. Um, over seven hundred. Over seven hundred. I seven hundred one. I noticed that not on here is a, a live live show with Levac and Goss. I noticed that's not. I noticed that's not an available thing. That was pitched. Did anybody care? Everyone's like, really? Can we, like, no one's gonna. How? Wait, all right, guys. What's worse? The fact that at one point you pitched, somebody can sit in on Levac and Goss, and they said, no, we're not going to do that. Or if they had done it and no one tried to get access to it, which would be worse? I think it's the nobody would want it. You know what? I the second part, people have wanted to do it, so I I feel confident enough that there would have been people who would. But you know, it would have been Corey from Greenwich. It's just Corey sitting there going, "Guys, hi." Okay, Corey, what do you want to say? My hope is hi. that my hope is that an aspiring broadcaster, a young student, maybe That's in high school or want? college, would have wanted to say, "How does this?" Whole field work. So I'm I hoping a hot chick would do it, and then just you know be in the studio the whole time. Be... We have a couch in this control room Ooh. over here. So no, no, why did hey you not like that? Not like that. Now this is access day that I can get behind. The first part I was discouraged by because I did pitch Levac and Gaz, and then there was no response to the email. It was like, Ugh, is that if, the best we have? If not you remember, still. they didn't think we were going to be any good when they agreed to put us on. <laughs> Like the, the powers that be here are you no know, like the Salesforce knows us, loves us from our, our previous incarnation on terrestrial radio. But uh the management had no idea who the who the bleep we were. So now they've been pleasantly surprised. <laughs> he 
they're finding out. Yes. Uh, so it is Access Day again. If you want to check out all the great deals, iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. Um, one thing I wish I didn't have access to was our plays of the day yesterday. Oh, God. We're we're opening with those? I'm, I'm devastated by how bad our plays of the day were yesterday. Oh. You're devastated. Ah. So I at least I only got one wrong. You got like six wrong. I was so. We didn't get a single one right. I was so confident yesterday. I told you before we closed out yesterday's show, I said, I don't know if there's any day that we've hosted in this month, May 31st, now it's June 1st, I never felt better about four plays or any day of plays than that. It was a tons and tons of runs in baseball. First one hit. First one felt good. Mets and Phillies low-scoring game. I was feeling good. I know we got some afternoon action. I know the Mets and Phillies have been a good rivalry. All good stuff, right? Wait a minute. You hit one? I didn't see you hit any. The Mets and Phillies was the only one I hit. I didn't even see that. I thought you didn't hit anything. Because after that was the Red Sox, which you heard right here on 95.9 and 980. The Red Sox can't cash in in the seventh, can't cash in in the eighth. Devers smashes one deep in the ninth. They lose the game. They had every opportunity to beat that Cincinnati Red team. They didn't get it done. As for the Yankees and Mariners, uh, look, Diamondbacks and <laughs> Diamondbacks Terrible and Rockies, game. we'll just skip over that. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just neglect that even happened. <laughs> that, that line didn't make sense, and I should have sniffed it out. But Mariners and Yankees, this was supposed to be an offensive showcase. We led the show yesterday yeah. talking about how it's all about offense now in New York. I uh, didn't find a lot of offense. You didn't find any. <laughs> I mean, that was a pitcher's duel. Final and 10, one nothing. the Mariners. I mean, that's... That's a great game. That was fun to watch. I was really loving that. I what, mean, wasn't the scouting report going into this game is that both pitchers were just going to continue to throw it over the plate and speed up the yep. game, and we'll see if they're actually going to just have a bunch of home runs and that'll be the most likely offense in this one. Okay, both pitchers put it over the plate. Plays were made behind yeah. them, and yeah, they almost got this one over before midnight on East Coast time playing it out in Seattle. Both teams combined for one in 11 runners in scoring position. One one hit out of 11 at-bats, runners in scoring position. Both teams. That's both teams. Yanks 0-5, the, uh, the, the Mariners 1-4-6. Ugh, just an ugly game. Is there anything worse as a pitcher? Raleigh's the one who hit it, and it was, it was the extra inning, so it didn't, doesn't even really count. Clark Schmidt for the Yankees sign had been hyped up that this could be one of the future arms. Yeah. And, and some would even say that Schmidt and his impact now could have been two seasons before. Maybe 2021 was more of his time frame of where he could have been, hey, this is the next future arm. Yeah, well, he, he had some injuries yep. and they weren't, it was between him and I can't think of the other pitcher's name. I think Domingo Herman ended up taking his spot. Yeah. And, and a lot of these young pitchers, and you could use this excuse for every athlete, the COVID seasons did throw a bunch of people off projection. So if you get injured and have COVID, the trajectory of where your career is going to go is all thrown off. And I think Schmidt falls in that same category. He's good. But Kirby on the other side, George Kirby, Brady Farkas was on with us earlier this month. I should say last month. Dang, it's the second time that got me already. Uh, Kirby, eight strong innings. Guy gives up three hits. No decision. Yeah. I mean, it was... It was it, the best thing about this game was two hours and thirty two minutes. It wasn't that long. Didn't have to stay up too late to be to be upset about it. I'll, I'm not gonna lie to you. I fell asleep anyway, so I'm glad I did. I'm glad Glaber Torres got caught stealing. I mean, just it was just it was just no. It was it was not a good game. It's not fun. If you're a Mariners fan, you got out of it with a win, but you probably still didn't really enjoy the game. Um, just 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 dookie.
The good news is, get the night off, a little travel day out to take on the Dodgers, which, you know, not a huge travel day. It's not like going from New York, coming from Seattle down the coast. But the reinforcements are on their way, old Gazi Bear. Oh, oh yeah. are they? Somerset couldn't hold these gentlemen back. We got a lot of moves from the Yankees today. You got the following moves. Uh, returned from rehab, reinstated infielder Josh Donaldson. Outfielder DH Giancarlo Stanton returning from the 10-day IL. Returning from rehab and reinstated right-handed pitcher of the Capital Region, Tommy Canely from the 60-day injured list. And then uh, Carlos Rodon was transferred to the 60-day. So, whatever. Okay, two-part question here. Which one are you, as a Yankee fan, most excited for? And which one should Yankee fan majority, maybe not you individually, but Yankee fan should be most excited about? Could be the same answer. Uh, for me, it's Canely because the bullpen needs needs him. I, I I'm excited about that, but you know me and and Ken from Latham made fun of, for me, you know about about being excited about this in the press. I'm I just can't let go of the vision in my head of Giancarlo Stanton putting it all together. I just can't let go of that vision where all of a sudden he's hitting you know 285 and you know an OPS over one. Like that's that mentally, I still feel like Stanton has that ability. I think Stanton's a guy who is is really held back by the fact he doesn't play the field every day. I think he's I think he's one of those guys that has to play the full game of baseball. Like if he's sitting down waiting for his his every time through the rotation, he just doesn't. He's not as dialed in. And, I, and you see it with some guys. I think he's one of those guys. Stanton's the answer. Yep, for both sides, both Yankee fan getting excited. If you're finding a player to root for, yes, Capital Region connection with Tommy Canely. We hope he does well. The thing with Tommy Canely is there was a real discussion not too long ago. And again, another athlete who was affected, you could argue through COVID and all those seasons of, hey, is is he going to continue pitching? Like, is that it for Tommy Canely? Especially what his role is, out of the arm, bullpen, speed. How much longer can someone do that? Because you look at the closers across baseball, and I'm not just talking the major league level. There are closers, relievers, setup men, whatever term you want to use to define them and they get to the next level. Their stuff is so good. And for you to keep that role out of your 20s into your 30s, your stuff has to continue to match what you're going up against. That's difficult. He's there. He's a Yankee. He's at the major league level, and he's likely going to have an impact for a playoff team. Great. But stand with the power, with the money, with the MVP abilities in a lineup. All the other players can help the Yankees win game. And so many other teams in Major League Baseball would love to have just one of those players either back on the mound or in the lineup. They get all of them soon to be back rather than later. Stands the answer, but every single one of these players can help the Yankees potentially get back to second place, maybe even first place. Is it, The reason I, don't, I didn't say Stanton and I said Canley is of these three, right? You've you've been perpetually let down by two of them. Like Josh Donaldson has not been. Josh Donaldson wasn't Josh Donaldson when you traded for him, when you brought him over. Like it, it wasn't when you brought him back. You you knew he wasn't what he once was. He's not like that everyday all star third baseman. But you still believe he could be. Like at least he's a third baseman. You know, it's not those days of like, hey you, popcorn vendor, you got a nice arm. Hot corner? Like, like, like. that's what it felt like for a while with the Yankees. <laughs> so, 
nice to have an actual third baseman there, but he's he hasn't really done anything with the bat, and he, and he hasn't even been that great of a fielder. He's been okay, but he hasn't been what you hoped he would be. Stanton, you can't say anything positive about Giancarlo Stanton without saying something first. When he's healthy. So, like, both those guys have already let us down on a day-to-day, day-to-day. I'm excited for both. I, I want to see both of them put it together. I still believe they can. But Tommy Kingley, before before he left, before he got hurt, and before he you know he left, he ran out there and he handled business. So and he, and listen, he's the reason I know the Black Widow pickup existed because I saw his. So I owe him no matter what. But like I I believe in, I believe in a scenario where tomorrow night we're watching Yankees Dodgers, you know seventh inning eighth inning, you know Kainley trots out and starts throwing smoke, and and it's good. I want to believe in a scenario where those other two guys are getting hits and playing well and doing everything else. But like, I, I believe more in Kingley right now because he's done it more recently and I should knock on wood. Do we have wood in here? I need access to wood on access day, please. Careful. Last time you hit that, the yeah, microphone no, I got everything. <laughs> I fixed it though. I Thank you. It does sound it. much better. Yes. So yes, yeah, so that's why I go Kingley right there. But I, I understand like, again, if everybody plays to their top potential, Giancarlo Stanton's the guy, but that hasn't really happened very often uh levac and goss fox sports radio 95.9 and 980 i did mention iheart radio access day uh over 700 deals and experiences today only at iheartaccess.accessday.com iheartradioaccessday.com um did you look through these is there one like day deals yeah is there like there's a lot of concert ones on there that I like. Yeah. yeah, a lot of music ones. If you are a music fan, today is your day. Make sure, whether it's social media, whether it's online, whether it's some of our sister stations, so many great deals going on with those deals. Over 700. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. What was your bachelor party like? It was at the Belmont in 2018, almost five years ago. Which is kind of perfect. It's on brand for you. Like, I... I could see you going to a strip club, but I couldn't see that being like your choice. Like, you know, like if your buddies were like, we're going to a strip club, you'd be like, all right. But you wouldn't be like, you know what I want to do? I want to go to a strip club. Belmont's right. That That's where you live. You wore a pink jacket, didn't you? Yes, I did. It looked Ugh. great in it. There is a um, a virtual bachelor party co-hosted by Fox Sports Radio's Cavino and Rich who come on after us uh, right here on, on Fox Sports Radio 95, 9 and 980. The virtual part makes me nervous. Yeah, I... <laughs> Camino and Rich will eventually hop on this show. I'm looking forward to building a relationship with those guys. That it all depends sounds, what this is. Right. Sounds awesome. It makes me nervous knowing those two a little bit on this. I don't know what those two have in store. What was like let's let's play a quick game of Is Lavac a jerk? Like if I hosted you a virtual bachelor party, yes, I'm gonna get you a dancer. You know, there's gonna be that kind of stuff going on on the screen. But I'm also gonna throw stuff up there to mess with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. horrible stuff. Like like just out of nowhere. Just terrible. I'm not even going to give you examples. <laughs> just imagine like a clown zoomed. Ah! Right. Gotcha. I feel like this is a like a really really high-end cameo that could go horribly wrong for you and your bachelor party. <laughs> but now I want it. I want to see how it goes. Whoever gets that, please let us know. Uh chef Tyler Florence prepare a meal for for you. Rachel and Doug were very excited about that one this morning. I'm not as familiar with Tyler Lawrence, but I b- believe he is super popular. Maybe for the wise Tyler the- Florence. Tyler Florence, please. I don't know who Tyler Lawrence is. I tossed an L in there? You did well, you took the F out. Oh, yeah. 
which is great. Um, no, I, yeah, I heard them talking about. I heard them talking about Mister Mister Lawrence. Um, all all cool stuff. Whatever you're into, there's gonna be something for you. Earth, at, wind, and fire. LL oh, Cool J. LL concert. Cool J. Yeah, ladies love Cool Jeremy. Um, I think it was James or him too. I just my friend was name was Jeremy Lawrence. So, uh, <laughs> cool Lawrence. All right. So this it, it is I I Heart Radio Access Day, and. Right now, all you're really getting access to is our weird brains. Uh, so go go to the website, check it out. Maybe there's something, you know, maybe there's something for somebody else. You know, you guys, you're talking about all these musical experiences. Maybe the missus or or the mister. How you doing, ladies? You know, you get a nice, put a nice package together through the iHeart uh, Radio Access Day, and they will never know that you saved a bunch of cash on it. They'll never know. Get that access. Share it a little bit if you like. Coming up, uh, we're gonna we're gonna dive into the NBA Finals, which tip off this evening. And I I don't know. I don't know if there's a lot to break down. I think it's pretty simple. I really, really do. Let's see if Gaz agrees with me next, right here. Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. This report is sponsored by iHeartRadio Access Day. Good news, today is iHeartRadio Access Day. Get ready to experience some one-of-a-kind deals and unique experiences all day long. You could be joining Colin Cowherd in L.A. to experience a live broadcast of The Herd with Colin Cowherd. You could even hop in his chair to take a pick. All part of iHeartRadio Access Day. Head to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com now to register for a chance to win. Today only. That's iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. Be sure to stay tuned for more throughout the day. Get ready for an unforgettable day. Today is iHeartRadio Access Day. Your favorite iHeartRadio stations are offering incredible one-of-a-kind deals and unique experiences you won't want to miss. Head to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com to see what our partners have in store for you. I want to go to a concert tonight, but the prices are so expensive. Have you tried Game Time? What's Game Time? It's only the hottest ticket app in the country right now. With Game Time, you can score last-minute deals on concerts, games, shows, everything. Oh, Game Time sounds awesome. It is. Today only, go to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com to get a code for $20 off your first Game Time ticket order. That's $20 off your first ticket order at iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. New users only. $150 minimum purchase. Can only be redeemed once. Cannot be combined with any other promo. Do you have shoeboxes full of photos? Today only, iHeartRadio Access Day listeners get VIP access to the new Photo Legacy Box. Get your family's photos professionally scanned for as low as $0.07, which is 76% less than what other brands charge. As the world's largest digitizer, you know you can trust Legacy Box. Visit iHeartRadioAccessDay.com today to get 200 photos scanned starting at just $19.95. That's iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. Introducing Swiffer's Best Clean, the new Swiffer Power Mop. It's an all-in-one cleaning system that gives you the scrubbing power of a mop and bucket without the hassle. And today only, you can win a year's supply of Swiffer Power Mop. Just go to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com to enter. That's iHeartRadioAccessDay.com for your chance to win a year's supply of the new Swiffer Power Mop. So you can clean your home in half the time. Mop smarter with the new Swiffer Power Mop. Picture the next big family memories you want to make together. 
Are you riding the newest roller coasters? Or are you up close and personal with some of the world's most magnificent animals? If the answer is yes, then go to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com now to score up to 50% off tickets to Busch Gardens and SeaWorld, the only parks that combine the best theme park thrills with one-of-a-kind animal experiences. Even better, a portion of every ticket goes back to animal rescue and conservation. So go to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com today only to score up to 50% off tickets. Service fees, blackout dates, and other restrictions may apply. How we feel in the morning sets the scene for our entire day. That's why Daily Harvest is a game changer. Daily Harvest delivers delicious smoothies, flatbreads, harvest bowls, and more right to your door. All built on fruits and veggies. With easy-to-prep options, Daily Harvest keeps your freezer stocked with good food that's ready when you are. Daily Harvest works directly with farmers to source the best ingredients and freezes them at peak ripeness to lock in flavor and nutrients. Right now, receive $50 off your first Daily Harvest box, plus free shipping. Redeem offer at iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. Timu.com, that's T. TEMU.com is giving you an exclusive opportunity to unlock a $100 spending spree on their app today only on iHeartRadio Access Day. TMU.com is the most downloaded app on the App Store, and this is your chance to get a $100 coupon bundle you can use on millions of items. All you have to do is download the TMU app, enter a promo code, and you'll have $100 you can use to treat yourself to the latest fashion, home goods, or beauty products. Just head over to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com today for your promo code. Then get started on your $100 TMU.com shopping spree. It's big, 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 big. Our iHeartRadio Access Day, we call it that because it's access to great stuff, access to deals you can't beat, and some really cool experiences, too. You could be joining Ryan Seacrest for a VIP experience at our 2023 iHeartRadio Music Festival in Las Vegas, including tickets for both nights, all part of iHeartRadio Access Day. Head to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com now to register for a chance to win. Today only. That's iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Happy iHeartRadio Access Day, everyone. You've heard uh, Colin Cowherd talk about it. We're talking about it. The only thing left for you to do is go, uh, go search it yourself. Today and today only, those deals are available at iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. Go check them out. Uh, NBA Finals starts tonight, 8.30 tip. Miami Heat at Denver Nuggets. Guys, I don't even know why Miami goes. I think it's fairly clear that Denver's just going to run them. It's going to be, it's going to get ugly. Like the only thing I'm hearing negotiated as far as people's brains go is, will Joker get a triple double every game, or just most of them? Earlier this week, we did give the NBA Finals a little bit of grief about how long it's going to potentially take for three weeks for a seven game series. Let's give them credit where credits due. The NBA. For the first time in nearly 20 years, the NBA Finals is tipping off before 9 o'clock Eastern. You, you're the oldest young person. What do you mean? You're it's good so 8.30. 8.30 so tip. That's the only thing. That's that's the number one thing you think about when you see the NBA Finals. Jokic versus Butler. Heat versus Nuggets. You know, we don't have the Lakers. We don't have the Celtics. We don't have the Warriors. We don't like It's it's teams you, don't, you haven't seen in a minute. Nuggets have never won it before. Goz, old man Goslowski over here. It's good because I get to go to bed 30 minutes earlier than normal. Shh. Well, that's the third? What happened? <laughs> who's got the baby I mean, monitor? I mean, it's cool that they kind of heard the complaining and they moved everything up. Especially Colin Cowherd's like one of the chief complainers 
about how late things start. At least he was when he was East Coast. Maybe he's not. I was so going to say, so the West Coast, I know. enough, cow turd. At least, you know, even then, I think he's like, eh, I don't know. But, like, that can't be the number one thing you think about when you see the NBA Finals start tonight. I don't even like these teams. No. And I'm, I'm more excited about it than you are. It is not. No, no, I'm excited about it for the Denver Nugget fan base, the Denver sports fan. The Nuggets have never been here before. Their first NBA Finals. And I was thinking about this driving in today. I thought, okay, Denver is getting a little bit of grief on the national stage. And I actually called Colin Coward, Cowturd, R.I.P. Phyllis there. Uh, because, <laughs> because what's around Denver is very similar. Well, weed. It's very similar to San Antonio and the Spurs. Now, San Antonio is not a small city. I know like a lot of people love talking about market size. San Antonio is not a small city. It's massive. They got ugly women. On the river walk, the ugliest women and a terrible woman, the terrible. Charles Barkley just <laughs> burying them. Ugliest women ever, San Antonio. But what's <laughs> happened with cities like Denver, cities like San Antonio, Toronto almost got grouped into this, but again, another massive city, that every time a smaller, air quoted there, city gets in the spot, we talk about a team rather than a superstar. Like when the Lakers had Kobe and Shaq, it was about Kobe and Shaq, the superstars. Cleveland's not a huge market, but it was about LeBron. We've had so many NBA finals based around superstars, a lot of them about LeBron, a lot of them about Jordan and others, that we forget, okay, yeah, like, the franchise has always been good. Did the player make it good? But when we get to San Antonio, they had Tim Duncan. They had David Robinson. Yeah. They had Greg Popovich. It's not like there were some... Tony Parker. A bunch of scrubs. No. The Detroit Pistons had Hall of Famers in that mid-2000 team that knocked off the Lakers. This feels like, though, team, T-E-A-M, the best team we've seen since that Spurs team that beat the Heat in the NBA Finals. And maybe I'm getting caught up in the national headlines of, all right, guys, you just told us that these smaller markets get that label of good team rather than superstar and Hall of Famer, but now you just told me you think it's a great team. It can be both. Like That's what it feels like for me for this NBA Finals. Jimmy Butler, the Joker... Nicole Jokic, all that stuff. He's an MVP. But this feels like team basketball. If you're not an NBA fan, if you don't like what the sports turned into with constant threes and fouling, the Denver Nuggets play awesome team basketball. And that's why I'm leaning towards you that this is going to be destruction. I would be stunned if this goes six games. I would take Denver in five, and I'm leaning towards four maybe by the end of the show. I I, I do want to do the four. I do. But um, I think that the only reason you feel that way is is Nikolai Jokic, he's such a star. Like, the Joker is such a star that you forget that Jamal Murray's good, Contavious Caldwell-Pope is, Pope is good, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon. Like, those those are guys that, if, like the Knicks, you, you'd slap your mama to get some of those dudes on your roster. But they, they're so overshadowed because of how just consistently great the Joker is. Like, he's just, Jokic is consistently great. Like, again, we're not debating whether or not the Nuggets start this series one nothing. We're not debating whether or not he's going to score 20 points. We're not no triple double? Yeah. He's minus 110 to get a triple double. Minus 110. To put numbers like that. Magic Johnson, LeBron James like numbers. Minus 110. Is it expected yeah. out of him to put up those type of numbers? And remember just a few months ago that people thought he was a stat patter, that he was a Russell Westbrook, that he was a guy just going out there to get the triple-double. This is his style of basketball. He's a great passer. 
can go get the rebounds, set the pace for the offense, obviously can score and has a great skill set. This is not stat padding. This is how good Even, this guy is. Well, once you reach the finals, you can't call it stat padding anymore, no. right? Like you're absolutely like stat padding to me always felt like the guy who was trying to justify taking Embiid as the MVP. It's like, oh, he's stat padding. Wait, what, what does that mean? Well, you know, he's scoring a lot of points because he wants he wants good stats. Isn't everybody trying to score a lot of points? I asked with the assists and the rebounds. <laughs> Wait, what are the three things that I want the perfect basketball player to do? Score points, pass well, and rebound? I mean, like, so we're now going to find a way to talk negatively about a guy who just does everything well? Like, Westbrook would... Like, there were points in games where it looked like Russell Westbrook would miss a shot to get a rebound. Like <laughs> yeah, he really did. Yeah, he would, like, do a tap stroll with himself to get a rebound. Joker's out there fighting for his life a lot of nights. Like, I, I always love when they show his arms afterwards and they're all cut up because the, whoever was on him was, like, scratching him like a cat. And he just keeps going. What's happened is that older NBA fan versus newer NBA fan, they see these numbers and they're like, that doesn't make sense because that's not the style that guy did it for. Great example is Shaq versus the Greek Freak. Giannis Antetokounmpo versus Shaquille O'Neal. If you look at their career stats, they're not that far off. Double-double guys, mid-20, about 13, 14 rebounds a game. Shaq has had some monster box scores. Mm -hmm. There are some hilarious numbers when you look at Shaq. And if you go pull up some LSU Shaq highlights, they are laughable how funny he's dominating some players at the college level. And that's a skinnier version of Shaq. Like Will Chamberlain. Yes. Not that fraud. Not that just made-up stats. Oh, I scored a hunt. Not... Don't why did you do that? I had this great point I was setting up for about how he's changed the game, how the Joker's gonna get credit. And you bring up that nonsense of Wilt Chamberlain. Oh yeah, I scored hundred points. Sure you did it, Wilt. What a how the do you biggest, not believe he scored hundred points? The biggest fraud in sports is Wilt Chamberlain. My God. Just doesn't pass. Is there a more overrated athlete than Wilt Chamberlain? Will Chamberlain would barely... Why did you do this to me? I had this whole NBA Finals thing. By the way, if you want to defend Will Chamberlain, the Elevation 10,000 phone lines are opening you at 518-690-0980. 518-690-0980. The reason you're laughing so much is because Levac has not had to deal with any more constant criticism of Will Chamberlain in our text messages to each other. And rarely has that ever come out on the air. Not enough of my despising of Will Chamberlain. Thinks he's an all-time great guy, can't win, doesn't pass. And you know what? He's a liar. Let me add one other thing about Will Chamberlain. He is a liar. You can be a great athlete, it's fine. 20,000 women. Knock it off, Will. Why'd you do that? Just derailed this whole thing. That. My face hurts for laughing. Good God, Will Chamberlain. <laughs> You don't believe you don't believe he scored a hundred points in a game. There's no one who's ever ever like actually disputed it. You would think like the the other team, if he didn't really score a hundred points, wouldn't the other team come out and be like, oh, hey, whoa, 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 73. 73 points. 73 right there. But it's no hot. no one's ever come out and said he didn't. It was a hundred points. I got nothing on Will Chamberlain. There's not a picture. We got one picture. I could give you a piece of paper right now. I could walk into the studio. I'm looking at you right now. I could give you a piece of paper that says 101. Yep. Jeff Levac 
for South Colony High School once scored 101 points in a basketball game. The only footage we have of it is you sitting there with a piece of paper that says one-on-one. That's it. And by the way, he scored 100 points, and then he allegedly stopped the game. They're like, yeah, game's over. He got 100. Nobody's going to catch up. There are just ridiculous. I'm going to find this box score out here. Did you see when he had like a quintuple double? Have you ever seen that Will Chamberlain famous box score where he didn't have a triple double? He didn't have a quadruple double? He had five stats with double digits. Like it's hard for me to wrap my head around Will Chamberlain. I just can't believe like of all the things that you're a hundred percent behind, the thing you choose to be cynical about is Will Chamberlain. Like no one disputes what he did, but you. I've never ever heard like like if you tell if you tell me that the earth is flat, a couple people might agree. They'll come out of the woodwork, Kyrie Irving, whatever. Um, you know, the Moon's made of green cheese. Kelby, I've never been there. It might be. It looks kind of tasty from here. I've, you're the only person I've ever heard say Will Chamberlain is made up. Like the the twenty thousand women thing is debatable. That doesn't help his case, Levac. Who, who doesn't fudge the number? I I don't know what my number is anymore, I, and that doesn't mean it was a big number. I just don't remember things as well as I used to. But like, <laughs> why would you think he didn't look at? All right. I don't want to put race into this, but I'm going to because it just makes my point easier to make. You go back then, it's Wilt Chamberlain, who's seven feet tall on a basketball court surrounded by nine, like, five, five white dudes. Like, you think he's not going to dominate? Go play basketball in the backyard with your two sons later tonight. You'll score 100 points on a little tight hoop. And that's the problem I have with Wilt Chamberlain because these stats are... It doesn't match. Like, if we made a graph of stats, and the NBA Finals might have this happen, like most three-pointers shot tonight or maybe most triple-doubles, we maybe in 2023 could see stats in this year's Finals that don't match up to any other stat in NBA history. My dad just texted into the show because he may have watched Wilt Chamberlain. He said, what do you mean Wilt Chamberlain didn't pass? He leads all NBA centers in career assists. And there's more issues with Wilt Chamberlain here. LeVac, March... Of 1968, allegedly as a member of the Philadelphia 76ers, Will Chamberlain dropped 53 points, 32 rebounds, 14 assists, 24 blocks, and 11 steals. I mean, come on. I almost could not get through that stat line without laughing. So he had a quintuple double and a 158-128 win with no three-point line. None of that sounds outrageous to anybody else listening. At the Jeff Levac on Twitter, at Tom Goss, T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z. If maybe you watched Wilt, I didn't think we were going to go this way, but Levac provoked me did into you this. Ever, all right, have you ever done a tour of like, like the like the old Dutch settlements and stuff, like the like the old houses from like the 1500s, 1600s stuff? Like, have you ever done those? I don't remember, but maybe as a small child, I did. So if you go into there now, you will walk face first into the to the wall above the door like the door frame is is lower because people were smaller people have gotten bigger uh steroids and meat i don't know whatever people have continued to get larger and larger that dude was a time traveler he's built like you like he's probably too big to be now but he went back then and again the the nba (laughs) shane gillis is a great bit about being the last high school to integrate football and there's a point where the quarterbacks are standing behind him. He goes, look at this guy. This guy wrote a football. He do whatever. And then the, the former white quarterback is sitting there smoking a cigarette going, I could, I could run. He goes, you can't run. Look at that rickets. Like, 
Like that's <laughs> the reason it's good that we don't have the video footage of him scoring a hundred points is it would have people would have been mad he was beating up on little people. Like it would look like he was playing with children. He was a he was a physically just gifted um, amazing monster. He he didn't fit the time. The same reason Shaq dominated. The same reason you're trying to take shots at Aaron Judge. He's six seven. He can rob home runs easier. Will Chamberlain was a physical specimen that was good at basketball and dominated. And and because technology wasn't caught up to where it is now, where we can you know three sixty view a pimple on a dude's shin, you know you you think he didn't really do it. I'd have to rank these centers. Here's the centers that would take over Will Chamberlain. I'd take Shaq. Okay. I'd take Kareem. Okay. Bill Russell? Yeah, I'll take Bill Russell. Okay. Okay, so I got Hakeem Bill Russell. I get, that one, um, hmm. Patrick Ewing? Yeah, now it's going to get a little tougher here. Uh, But does, so, Gian, does Giannis count onto the Kumpo? He's more like a power forward, sure, but I feel like I'll he would be a center. It. But he's, what do we call him? The Greek freak. Huh. A physical specimen that's beyond all the others around him? Yeah, it's weird. I would take Nicole Jokic over Wilt Chamberlain. Because I feel like Jokic's skill set, something you just brought up here, there might have been a physical advantage of Will Chamberlain over other basketball players at this point. Jokic can do a little bit more. Now, I have a lot more proof visually of what he can do, and maybe that's what hurts my case on defending Will Chamberlain here, and I'm not, but I've seen a lot more out of him. Here's here's what I feel like Will Chamberlain would be. He would be like Dwight Howard, because Dwight Howard's also a freak. Dwight Howard, can you imagine Dwight Howard played in Will Chamberlain's time? Oh, he would dunk from one end of the court to the other. <laughs> yeah. But I just want to point something out. As you are trying to tear down Will Chamberlain, you have just put him in the class of Shaquille O'Neal, Hakeem Olajuwon, Nikola Jokic. You you put him with all the greats. Tim Duncan. You, if I took Tim Duncan and I dropped him in Will Chamberlain's era, wouldn't he score 100 points? If I took Shaq and dropped him in the in the 60s, the 50s, hell, the 80s, doesn't he score 100 points? In a game? Y- yes. If he wants to. The only reason Shaq might not be able to is he can't shoot free throws and he might get bored. Oh, Shaq want to go out in the stands. Like, like I, I can't believe you don't believe the guy who was the most physically gifted, for lack of a better term, freak of his era, dominated. Well, hang on. I agree he dominated. By the way, I saw we got a message there from Dan who said, I think Goss is onto something here with Chamberlain. I'm just looking at what the NBA's turned into, and I know the stats I see. I know what LeBron scores. I know what Michael Jordan scores. I know what Steph Curry can do from beyond the arc. I see these numbers that they're putting up, especially offensively with a three-point line that's never been done in history. And you brought up baseball. The baseball thing's a little different because of maybe advancements. Of course, Boston Dan thinks you're on to something. Football, the rules have changed. And maybe that's the answer here with Chamberlain. Stuff has changed in the league. But I'm like previewing the finals and trying to figure out where these guys are going to rank all the time. And then I see one guy's got 50 points a game for a season, 27 rebounds. I'm just like, how? How How did it fall off that fast? The biggest fraud in sports. People caught up. Give me some footage. Someone you can send me a YouTube link of this alleged Wilt Chamberlain plane. I think they didn't know how to keep stats back then. Because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'm getting you more ever, messages you here. Ever, you ever get to the uh you ever get to the basketball court early 
it's just you and a couple like stragglers. They're not that good. Maybe some old people that are hanging around. You look, you just look dominant when you're out there because you're, you know, you're in your thirties. You're a big dude. Then the other players who actually know how to play the game start showing up, and you don't look as dominant. Don't you think Wilt Chamberlain scoring a hundred points and being dominant opened the door for other athletes to go? You know, I want to do that. <laughs> That's something I'd like to do. More stats about Will Chamberlain. Allegedly, he ran a 10-9 100-meter dash. Well, look at how long those legs were. He had a 53-foot shot put toss. I can't, ver- I, can't, I can't verify these stats. I've never seen them. None of them are real. Yeah. How long was the shot put? 53 feet. Yeah, his arms are, are 24 feet. He only had to throw it like 20 feet. That's perfect. He's fine. I believe a lot more about Babe Ruth than Will Chamberlain. A lot more. See, Babe Ruth, I can make the same argument why Babe Ruth was so dominant that I could make why I believe Wilt Chamberlain was dominant. There was a lot of black players in either of the games at that point. You know, the, 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 you had the Negro Leagues going while Major League Baseball was going, so you split your best players into two different leagues. During that part of the NBA, you know, you didn't have the Euro step. You didn't have all these other – what, how popular was basketball at that point compared to football, baseball, golf, for any anything, water polo? Like you know, what I mean, like it wasn't the popular game it is now. Now, anytime you see somebody tall play a lot of basketball, like you can't help yourself. You have to say it. It's I, I don't uh, I don't think you're. Uh, Am I crazy to think Jokic? Yes, is better than Chamberlain. Now, um, where would you like? I know how to give my list. I'll just recap it quick again. In no particular order, who I would take over Wilt Chamberlain is great centers in basketball history. I would take Shaq. I'd take Bill Russell. I would take Kareem. If we're allowed to count onto the Kumpo, I would take him, and I know he's leaned more towards power forward. Dwight Howard offensively could have been more dominant in that era. I would take... Hmm, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll take Chamberlain over Howard, but you heard that. I mean, I guess he scored 100 so, points in a game. And then Jokic is close. Like, I would take Jokic over Chamberlain and over Dwight Howard. I'd say Jokic, if he wins a championship, we could potentially, when it's all said and done, talk about him as maybe the third or fourth best center in league history. So let me let me just let me make sure I understand what, I, what I'm answering here. Are we talking about, like, we steal Bill and Ted's time machine or Doctor Who or whatever? We grab these two dudes, we drop them in a gym somewhere in their primes. Who who beats who? Is, would, that what is that what we're going for? I would say if we're allowed to have a time machine yeah. and you're building a roster and you're seeing five guys or ten guys sitting on a bench and you get to pick five of them. Okay, I'm building a roster right now. My first string, second string, third string, fourth string, fifth string, and they're in whatever, honestly, prime of their life. But, mm. hey, I get to build a roster. I think... I'm taking Russell, I'm taking Kareem, I'm taking Shaq, and then, then like, okay, who's next? Like, well, does Jokic also, I mean, have to win to be in that discussion? There was too. no three-point line when Wilt played, right? True. So, you got, like, I got to know the rules. I got to know where we're dropping them. I think I think I would take Jokic over, over pretty much any of the old-school centers. Just because the game, what you were asked to do, like Patrick Ewing was asked to have his back to the hoop. And then turn it and put the ball up. Like, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar changed the game because of skyhook. You couldn't defend it. Like, he was big. He'd keep you off him, and then he would just put the ball up over his head. So, like, Joker would be something that none of these guys had ever seen before if we dropped him back in those days. So, I, w- I would probably take Joker over most of them if we're playing modern rules. If we're playing old-school rules where the big guy has to go hang out in the paint, you know, pre-three-second violation, let's go. I'll take the big dudes. I'll take Wilt. 
down there throwing elbows than asking out Joker's mom, you know? I scored 100 points at a game. I slept with 20,000 women. I had 50 rebounds. I ran a 10-900. He's the biggest liar. Wow. Sports. You know, changed. He's no longer a fraud. He's a liar. You know what? His pants are on fire. I wish that uh, if you went to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com, there was a there was a one-on-one sit-down with Wilt Chamberlain where, where guys could grill him and try to figure out if he was really telling the truth about anything. You know what, guys? You know what you should do? You should go check out the $100 savings bundle towards... Uh, your shopping sprees for the latest fashion, home goods, and beauty products on the Timu app. You should check that out. Okay. For the missus. She'd probably like that. Everyone go check out all the great deals right now. Today only, it is iHeartRadio Access Day at iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. We got to talk NFL quarterbacks. I'm going to let you pick which one you want to talk about first. Coming up next right here at Slovak Goss, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Do you have shoeboxes full of photos? Today only, iHeartRadio Access Day listeners get VIP access to the new Photo Legacy Box. Get your family's photos professionally scanned for as low as 7 cents, which is 76% less than what other brands charge. As the world's largest digitizer, you know you can trust Legacy Box. Visit iHeartRadioAccessDay.com today to get 200 photos scanned starting at just $19.95. That's iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. I want to go to a concert tonight, but the prices are so expensive. Have you tried Game Time? What's Game Time? It's only the hottest ticket app in the country right now. With Game Time, you can score last-minute deals on concerts, games, shows, everything. Game Time sounds awesome. It is. Today only, go to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com to get a code for $20 off your first Game Time ticket order. That's $20 off your first ticket order at iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. New users only. $150 minimum purchase. Can only be redeemed once cannot be combined with any other promo introducing swiffer's best clean the new swiffer power mop it's an all-in-one cleaning system that gives you the scrubbing power of a mop and bucket without the hassle and today only you could win a year's supply of swiffer power mop just go to iheartradioaccessday.com to enter that's iHeartRadioAccessDay.com for your chance to win a year's supply of the new swiffer power mop so you can clean your home in half the time mop smarter with the new Swiffer Power Mop. Picture the next big family memories you want to make together. Are you riding the newest roller coasters or are you up close and personal with some of the world's most magnificent animals? If the answer is yes, then go to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com now to score up to 50% off tickets to Busch Gardens and SeaWorld, the only parks that combine the best theme park thrills with one-of-a-kind animal experiences. Even better, a portion of every ticket goes back to animal rescue and conservation. So go to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com today only to score up to 50% off tickets. Service fees, blockout dates, and other restrictions may apply. How we feel in the morning sets the scene for our entire day. That's why Daily Harvest is a game changer. Daily Harvest delivers delicious smoothies, flatbreads, harvest bowls, and more right to your door. All built on fruits and veggies. With easy-to-prep options, Daily Harvest keeps your freezer stocked with good food that's ready when you are. Daily Harvest works directly with farmers to source the best ingredients and freezes them at peak ripeness to lock in flavor and nutrients. Right now, receive $50 off your first Daily Harvest box, plus free shipping. Redeem offer at iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. Timu.com, that's 
XTEMU.com is giving you an exclusive opportunity to unlock a $100 spending spree on their app today only on iHeartRadio Access Day. TMU.com is the most downloaded app on the App Store. And this is your chance to get a $100 coupon bundle you can use on millions of items. All you have to do is download the TMU app, enter a promo code, and you'll have $100 you can use to treat yourself to the latest fashion, home goods, or beauty products. Just head over to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com today for your promo code. Then get started on your $100 TMU.com shopping spree. Uh, you've probably been hearing us talking about it for a while now, but today it's here. It's our iHeartRadio Access Day. Are you ready to experience these one-of-a-kind deals from our partners, all these unique experiences? Very cool. Check out iHeartRadioAccessDay.com right now. You could experience everything the free iHeartRadio app has to offer with a one-year subscription to iHeartRadio All Access. Head to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com now to register for a chance to win. Today only. That's iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. Now back to LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 and 9.80 AM Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> we, got, uh, we got some breaking news coming out of the Albany Empire. Ooh. Do you want to save it for your top four or you want it? I kind of want it now. You want it now? Yeah, I think I do. Uh, live, local, late break. It's up now with Roger Wilder. Owner of the Albany Empire states that Terry Foster's the new head coach of the Albany Empire. Um, so those of you who don't know who Terry Foster is, Terry Foster was the head coach of the New Jersey Flight in 21. He actually was Tom Manasse's boss before the Empire hired him because Tom Manasse was putting together personnel and was the, I want to say, OC for Foster in Jersey. Then he met with uh, Nate Starling Jr., Ron Tredico, and Mike Corda, and became the head coach of the Empire. So Terry was coaching the flight. I actually somewhat hired Terry Foster as the assistant head coach down in Columbus because Chris McKinney, the head coach that I hired before I walked out there, who is uh, undefeated right now, by the way, he's crushing it in that league. Um, he wanted him as his, his assistant. So he, uh, as of this moment has been announced that Terry Foster is the new, the new head coach. For those who are not familiar with Terry Foster, he did a very good job giving his career credentials. But my first reaction, like many in the Capital Region may have, is how long will this guy last and why this guy? Let's start with the second one first before the first one because that's a little unfair to start with the first one, but the second one. So did they just, they, the Albany Empire ownership group, say, who is the best coach we can hire right now? Like, reach out to whoever we can call, figure out the experts of indoor football, arena football. Who is the best potential coach to run this team because we don't want to do this again? Is that a fair blanket statement of what you think they may have done to bring in Terry Foster? You, Your first statement, who is the best head coach we can bring in right now? I think that's very, very accurate. But I think that the caveat that I have to add to that is, who would take this job right now? Because uh, Ben Bennett was like, oh, Ben Bennett would have been a great choice to be the head coach. Um, you know, Tom Manas was let go, came back. He walked away because of, of the mess that's going on. Um, I've heard other names circulate like that. 
I just I know wouldn't take the job. They just wouldn't. There's guys out there who are out of work or are on staffs, even though in the past they've been head coaches, who wouldn't take this job right now because the track record is you coach one game, and if you don't win, you're out. The two names I had heard, let's see if they're the same names you heard. The two names I heard were were Maurice Leggett, who used to play. He he's still he is playing. Yeah. He's actually a member of the Empire right now. He's a Jack linebacker, defensive back. Um, he won. He had the interception pick six in the 2019 championship game for the Empire. Yeah, that was. I heard they were talking to him about it. Yeah, I, I put the used to play tag <clears> on it because it's like, all right, we're gonna have to go through this right. loop of player, coach, ownership. And then D. Scott from Kiss 1023 had been campaigning. And if you had Googled Albany Empire next head coach, credit to D. Scott, his name was popping up with his own campaign. So he, as of this moment, is not going to be coaching the team this season. D, uh, don't give up yet. No. Well, I mean, you, listen, if they don't win next week, it's one and done. They're in a bye week right now. So the players uh, don't, don't practice in a bye week. It's part of the deal. So as of... Sunday or Monday, depending upon how their schedule comes together, they will they will gather under Terry Foster, and if they're able to get a W in Orlando on June 9th, they Terry Foster will keep his his job. If if they lose, who knows? Um, Terry Foster, my experience with him have been have been good ones. Um, I have nothing negative to say about him. I know that his experience in New Jersey in 21. The reason he makes a ton of sense, besides having credentials, that Jersey flight team went through hell. There, so we're in COVID. The rules in Jersey were tougher than the rules at Albany at that point. When we went down, it was week three of the season. I want to say there were about 150. There was less than 200 people in the stands, and I'd say about 50 of them drove up from, drove down from here. Mm. Um. That arena that they play in, the Jumbotron is directly in the middle. You can't kick downfield. You can't kick a deuce. You can't kick off long because it's in the way. You'll hit it. Craig Peterson hit it like two times before he figured out the line. (laughs) Um, The back door is plywood, and the prison is a stone's throw from the back door of that arena. That's that's Jersey. There was a point during the season where they only carried a roster of like 18 or 19 people because the ownership didn't have the money based on no ticket sales to carry a full roster. There were guys getting on planes to go to away games without a return ticket. Ooh, that's, how, that's how bad that – and that the Jersey flight went away right after that. The ownership was not prepared for the losses and everything that you deal with during COVID. So Terry Foster – kept them on the field and playing that entire season with all that going on. Now, was it all him? Was it staff? I don't know. I, I don't know. But he was he was the head coach going through all of that, and he they played every game. To add a little bit more context to someone listening might be like, hang on, hang on, hang on. So they play Orlando coming up, not this weekend, following weekend. Correct. And they're on a bye week, and at the professional level, in comparison to the college level, the college level you have to stay on campus, maybe just go home for the weekend. By week professionally, you've seen players in the past for the Empire just leave. They do. Like, so you're not, they're not. You're actually not allowed to make them practice during the bye week. So during the last year's championship run, we had the bye week between the final game of the regular season and then the week of practice leading up. We're not allowed. We as an organization, we're not allowed to force the guys to practice. Brandon Cisse, 
one of the team captains and, and you know, Darius Prince and a couple of other guys, they started running their own practices. I couldn't even be there. Like, I had to go, like, I got, like, a call, like, hey, can you make sure the air conditioning's on in the arena? And I'm like, why? I'm not allowed to, no one's allowed to be down there. I go down on the field. They're working out. That's that, though. So, so Terry Foster can implement his plans in the front office, get his staff where he wants them to be. But as far as the players go, he really he can't make them do anything this week. I'm sure there was some curiosity of once the changes were made with Pete Parcelli and Mac Bennett of, okay, who's actually running the roster right now? What yeah. is going on? They've gone a few days here. Ben Bennett. Ben Bennett. Ben Mac Bennett, Bennett right. is the uh, host of the show, what, Cash Cab? Oh, yeah. I love that show. Or was he formerly on SNL? Yeah, there's a, a combination know. of some buckets there. I love Cash Cab. I hope it's that. Uh, what? One of those is who's running the team. There's your answer. Bye week implemented there, and that's why and Terry Foster. I believe over. is doing some some of the personnel stuff now. I think he is staying around to do that, which is weird because it's one of the things he wasn't allowed to do as head coach. Now he's doing that. So I don't know. So uh, you know, I've heard mixed reviews of Terry Foster's coaching ability, but as a guy who was an executive in a front office, I saw him find a way to get across the finish line and get and get a season done. Ben Bailey, the host. Ben Bailey of Cash Cab? Cash Cab. All right. Beck Bennett. Beck Bennett. Sorry, SNL. Ben Bennett, former NFL quarterback, AFL quarterback, AFL coach. That's tough. That's yeah. a tough one to figure out. <laughs> Will Chamberlain would have got it right. Um, so This report by- is sponsored by iHeartRadio Access Day. Some volume on Troy Schenectady Road on the eastbound side coming into the Northway. Up and down the Northway so far, a pretty good ride. Coast to coast on alternate 7, that's a good ride. Top to bottom on 787, we're fine. Starting to see some volume on the Menans Bridge heading into Troy. Not bad yet on the Collar City Bridge. From the WGY Price Chopper Market 32 Traffic Center, I'm Mike Barker. It's finally here. iHeartRadio Access Day has arrived. If you've been waiting for